What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's Tuesday afternoon and you know what that means. It's time for Random Minity with the Random Christian Show. Today, the Random Christian Show welcomes pastor and author Mark Sowersby. The Random Christian Show is now officially sponsored by PJ's Coffee of New Orleans. Check out their summer drink specials today. Find the nearest PJ's Coffee to you at pjscoffee.com. Mention the Random Christian Show for a 15% discount. The Random Christian Show is proudly supported by The Advisor. The Advisor is a Facebook group created by Colonel James Neil Broadus, composed of multi-talents such as actors, directors, artists, writers, and more. If you fall into this category, contact them on Facebook at The Advisor. Intro music provided by The Dead Campers. Check them out on Spotify and at deadcampers.com. You can now watch past episodes of The Random Christian Show on your Roku on the Associate Productions channel. Catch up on all the episodes you've missed today. Next week, The Random Christian Show is taking a break, but we'll be back with a brand new show on August 16th with Lee Gibson, founder and executive director of the Relentless Pursuit Outreach and Recovery. My name is Andy, and now here's your host, Christian Random. Hey, 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 how you doing? All right. I'm all right. Uh, hey, uh, what? Hey. All right. I'm feeling, I'm feeling jazzy. I'm feeling groovy. Plus, I got really? a PJ's cap on. So I know you always look good in the PJ's cap. I, well, because it hides my bald head. That's why. Right. That's, I hey. didn't want to say it. At least you said it. I didn't say it. Yes, so, man. I, I'm in the we'll clear. Thank you so much. Yes. Yeah. We know. It's hey, great. it takes a lot of work. To get this, you know, keep this nice and vibrant. I I remember the days back when I was twelve, <laughs> having a full head of hair, I'm not going. Mom, what's why is where's all the hair going? Don't worry, son, just comb it. It's fine. <laughs> I'm good, mom. Um, welcome to the show. It is Tuesday because Monday we ignored. Tuesday, we're here. We're here. We're all here, and we're here with you, and we are glad that you are here with us. Um, we are so excited. We've got Mr. Mark Sowersby with us on the show today. Oh, and by the way, the Random Christian Show is now, well, we were the number one show for the month on Good Pods. Yeah, that's right. That's incredible. Yeah. Number one, baby. Not uh, two or, well, actually. No. Now, now we're. We're number three. We're three. Okay. But, but yeah. we were number but, one. Yeah, for about a week or so, we were we were the number one show for the month. 
And so uh, actually, well, oh, no, that was last month. That's right. We've changed. So, months. so now we're still sitting at number three for this month. Only going up from there. Baby. Awesome. So yeah, with that's this right. show, we're, we're going to skyrocket to two and a half. Pretty sure. <laughs> so uh, no, with Mark, we're probably going to go, with, you know, one, uh, uh, yeah, hey, one plus sky's the limit yeah, with Mark with right five stars. So, um, and he's got great hair too. So pretty much I'm factored out. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're somebody street. Which one is doing his own thing? <laughs> I should leave the hat on, shouldn't I? <laughs> right. Leave it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. you know, our PJs only get, pays us so much. Right. And at it, least our get a hat with some hair coming out the sides just so it looks like little fake wig in there. Exactly. Right. Awesome, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, the crowd liked that one. Yeah. Crowd did. Crowd. Yeah. Our our we feeling are, crowd. We are not live in front of a studio audience, by the way. No. This no. Is not. We're, well, we yeah. are in a way. We have what we like to call the chat that we like to All enable. Right. There's Cheryl Atkins already checking in. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, wait. Hold on. I forgot to. There. Now we're there. fully enabled. Good job. There's Cheryl Atkins. Hey, hey. How you doing, Cheryl? Um, Cheryl is actually watching us from work. Uh, she told oh. us about that uh, a while oh, okay. back. And so if she gets a client, she can't respond. But uh, she was very excited to be listening to uh, Mark today as well. Um, and and his book, um, uh, Forgiving the... Oh, my. See, Andy, this forget? is why I need to make notes. I, I usually have notes. Forgiving the abuse. Anyway, um, <laughs> he's going to talk all about it. I am such a dork. Um, and, um, we are off next week. That's the other thing I wanted to mention real quick to everybody tuning in next week. We will not be here. We are taking a hiatus break, uh, for one week and we're going to change season. So we'll be into season four, four next week. Um, and I know the time is this just is where, that's, um, Season four is where the show really gets good too. Yeah. We're going to pay off a lot of our, a lot of our long, standing arcs we're going to answer all of the questions that's that right watchers have had we're this gonna is going to be the biggest cliffhanger you're ever going to see with mark the loose ends yeah this is all the loose ends <laughs> season four trust me you're not going to want to miss this. <laughs> a lot of easter eggs in this show right that yes are uh right they're somewhere yeah. but speaking no, of absolutely. easter eggs yeah. and uh doing good things run to stop it right here look at all this look at all this cash you kids have been given for the hats um, and we did order new hats. Um, you can reach me on the email at the random Christian show at gmail.com or go to the website, the random Christian show, uh, just the random Christian show.com. And there is a link on there, uh, that Andy has provided because he is a tech genius and, um, you can go in there and it basically just takes you to the Facebook page, which you can like follow and subscribe to, um, and order your hat through there. And uh, it's just 25 bucks. It covers shipping all throughout the U.S. Um, that's just the easiest way I could do it. That it comes in a nice little sturdy envelope. Looks fantastic. And I throw in a sticker or two, so, so you'll you'll have a you'll have the hat. See, Andy's got the hat. I had I sold my last hat, but uh, you'll get a sticker like that plus the hat. So you'll be fully. And again, the money goes to uh, the the. Hundred percent of the profits goes to Run to Stop It, which a hundred percent of all of that money goes to fund um, Relentless Pursuit, all the human trafficking, sex trafficking, stop or stop trafficking sites, 
Um, very great, great cause. And like I said, uh, well, actually, like Andy said in the opening, uh, Lee Robinson will be here in two weeks uh, from Relentless Pursuit. He's actually going to be in the studio with me right here. So it's going to get uh, it's going to get intense. It's going to get fun, and um, we're going to learn a lot. So uh, make sure you are uh, tuning in for that. Don't forget to uh, join our chat if you're watching. I see you out there. I'm, I'm like, uh, what's your name? Creepy. Yeah. Chris, like Miss Mary Ann. Let people got my mirror. Let people let people feel like the chat is a safe space. <laughs> so yeah, so let's there is no safe space. There is no safe space with this show. No, We're the just... chat is a very safe space. Feel free to say anything you want oh. and be yourself. This is yeah, this is what the random Christian show is all about. Come uh, here, sit in the chat, be random. And that's the way we like it. There yes, yes it is. And yeah. speaking of random, you know, uh it's 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 been one of those weeks and I'm not going to lie. It's uh dealing with uh oh there's myths uh Tabitha John Hatton. Hello. What what do I see? I see I see Tabitha watching the show with her husband John. <laughs> um uh and Miss Cheryl Atkins. Um but uh dealing with a lot of uh, and I hate to do the generation gap kind of thing. But you know, lately there's been a lot of uh, angst. I guess, uh, I'm really are you, trying. To... Are you are you having millennial troubles? There's been a little millennial age gap thing, and I really I don't like it. I don't like the uh, the coming zip from the man whose favorite character is grumpy old man. You're saying that you don't like bagging on millennials is that true you know what matt's not here anymore <laughs> flippity flab back in my day we didn't have generation gaps you know we had nothing that's the way it was and we liked it flippity flab with your generational gap millennial z x y q whatever gen z so so what was what what were some of the problems you were having with millennials this week? Well, let me just tell you about some of the. Oh, sorry. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Sorry, I had, had to pull back <laughs> out of that. Uh, it's just it's you know it, it is amazing to find the differences and uh, again I try not to uh, ex, ex, extrapolate onto them too much, but we ended up creating a list dedicated to the millennials and it's nine random excuses to not commit to something per a millennial because there really seems to be a lack of commitment for showing up to work or doing the job right or there's there's a lot of excuses and uh so we thought we'd compile the top random nine they're not top nine random nine no. excuses excuses to uh not to commit to something per millennial and uh thought we'd uh just kind of you know there it is there it is. see i hit the i hit the button twice and it, it didn't it didn't trigger i i apparently i have no soul that's why it doesn't make the button. Oh, right yeah no it doesn't recognize you <laughs> it's, it's like there's nothing there there's nothing there he's sold out 
to iHeartRadio and PJ's Coffee. Um, and we are still looking for sponsors. That's how much we're selling out. But uh, so anyway, here is our nine random excuses to not commit to something per millennials. Number nine. Uh, I giggled where it was supposed to be, and it didn't pull off. Yeah? Hey-o. 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 No, yeah. Hey-o. Because, yeah. And you get that a lot. Uh, just send me your location. Well, um, I I just gave you the address. Well, if you send me the uh, location, it's 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 an address. That's how we do it. There, you, you have an address. It's a physical, actual, numbered address. <laughs> this is how you do it. And actually, Google Maps recognizes that. Google Maps is never right. Just send me your location. <laughs> it's it's an address. I'm I'm not sure how much simpler I can make that. So uh, once you figure out where the address is, then we'll 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 see you then. <laughs> okay, I'll be waiting for your location. <laughs> All right. So which which now brings us now to number eight. Number eight, no, Andrew. Number. Number eight, uh, there's no Wi-Fi here, so I can't live stream about it or post it to social media to bitch about it. So why should I even do it? <laughs> and that's true, because that's the first thing that happens. The, the phone goes up in the face. You would not believe what I was just dealing with. Oh, my gosh. I yeah. ordered a mocha and I got a latte. Like, oh, my God. Speaking of, how about <laughs> some delicious... PJ's coffee. PJ's coffee. Mm. Oh my God. The Rose 35 <laughs> is, it is a little uh, liquid heaven. All right. Number seven, random excuses not to commit to something per a millennial. After I checked it out, it really seemed like a lot of work. So I just ghosted it. <laughs> um, yeah. Which, it, which means they, they never showed up. So. Right. No. Yeah. And that was just really silly at that point. There it is. Yeah. <sighs> My soulless fingertips. Number, uh, <laughs> moving on to number six. Number six. Number six. The new device I bought only came with printed instructions, not a YouTube <laughs> video of how to set it up. So I returned it. Yeah. Yeah. Because, well, you know, dude, there's a lot of reading. And if I could just watch a five or 10 minute YouTube video, it was so easily explain what's going on. Like, come on, you know? Yeah, I know. That's <laughs> it's, it's pretty amazing. That's why we have, uh, you know, books that you can read from and uh, I guess be read to now. That's right. I forgot about that. Books can be read to you. So yep. just move out and from there. All right. Number five. Well, I had to pay rent to my parents, so I didn't have enough money. Yeah. No. Which is true. And and which solid. I that's a, fully that's commend solid, yeah. the parents I, I for uh, uh, saying, you know what? Uh, you're 25 now. And yeah. the basement's not free anymore. So I'm no, uh, pretty sure that gaming aspect that you were <laughs> really trying to be a professional on isn't paying off. So... All yeah, of, you're going to have to work at McDonald's. All of my stints past, uh, past 18 that I had to live with my parents, I had to pay rent. Yeah. So, and I didn't, I didn't mind at all. So, but then <laughs> I'm not in the age range where we're back right now. <laughs> no, no. And, and you 
you worked and did what you're supposed to do. Right. Like moving on to number four. Number four, uh, my post of wanting to try goat yoga only got three likes, so I'm not going to do it. <laughs> not going to try it. And what is that about? What is with goat yoga? Really? <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm actually fascinated with this, with the people who want to try it and, and want to do it. And I've, because I've seen it on some TV shows. Yeah. Uh, but it's, no, it's, it's a little, uh, it's the funniest thing because the goats could not care about anything going on like they're just walking over people and like and that's well and that's the thing and and you know when they walk around they poop a lot and then you get those little beads warm but that's you know what that's that's the fun of of dealing with uh of dealing with goats no no i'm i'm not gonna say that's fun i'm gonna say it's kind of gross and uh, makes me laugh and giggle okay now we're into the top three random excuses to commit not to commit to something per a millennial. Uh, I'll commit to it or whatever. Just don't like hold me to it or, you know, something like that. There no? you go. No. Me... no. Yeah. <laughs> no. It's... No. Huh? Yeah. But, what? Okay. A busy mom. Meatloaf. <laughs> Want a meatloaf? All right. Uh, hello, Wendy Macias. Hello, hello, hello. I can totally relate to dealing with entitled millennials. You are <laughs> describing my sons. <laughs> Ouch. Sorry. Very sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, we're, well, seeing you. I'm also talking about a lot of my employees. Uh, number two, Andrew. Hit me. Number two. Well, I wanted to try it, but the reviews were so bad online. So instead of making an informed decision by myself, I'd rather take a complete stranger's word for it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that that should actually be number 1. That should probably be number 1. Okay. But I I'm, I'm pretty sure number 1 really kind of covers the whole gambit of everything. So, with that being said, we're going to uh I I'm trying to get to the drum roll, but there it is. There number go. 1 reason for not committing to anything by a millennial, there's no app for it. Right? Boom. No. There you go. There isn't, there's no app. There is no app for anything in life. You just have to do it. You have to step up to the plate and commit to being an adult and taking responsibility and using integrity and getting on with your life. (laughs) Okay, I guess I'm done with that now. Okay. (laughs) Hi, welcome back to the show. I'm Christian. This is Andy, and we're through with the Random 9 list uh it's been brought to you by pjs and iHeartRadio or spreaker prime um we have a fabulous show for you today we're not gonna lie about it because we've got a gentleman here with us and uh oh i gotta i gotta switch up i have music cued for him and everything is really cool um so yeah i know i'm fading from one (laughs) to the other yeah because we got this nice groove going on there you go and here he comes. Ladies and gentlemen, Pastor, author, Mark Sowersby. Hey. hey, hey. <laughs> How you doing, buddy? I'm well. I'm well. Thanks for having me on today. Hey, man. Glad to have you here. We are very excited yeah. to have you on and to uh, talk about your book, which is uh, Forgiving the Nightmare, not the Forgiving the Abuse. Um, and uh, yeah, I seriously. Can you tell I had kind of a sordid past as a child? 
Yeah. It's 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 fine. It's fine. I ate a lot of lead paint <laughs> chips. I'm not gonna lie. They were delicious and tasty back then, but now I understand, you know, why mom would say don't. But uh, don't worry about it, you'll be fine. Uh, I enjoyed my time in the green room. I was watching the show and I like the list, the millennial list, and of course <laughs> PJ coffee. I've never mm. had it, but I plan to drink PJ coffee in my PJs. There. There you go. So yeah. I just, you know, it's that, it's just, a plan. It's, I'm go. going That's... to have my PJs and drink <laughs> PJ's coffee. So That's what I'm talking about. exciting moment for Love me it. to be able to be a part of that. Yeah, buddy. Um, and actually, I think they're – no, they're – now, you're up in Connecticut. Kid, right? I am on the border of Connecticut and Massachusetts, so I say ka and hob, and I say wicked awesome. <laughs> I'm banging a Yui. Hey, I'm going over there. That's right, Yui, man. You're wicked awesome. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So, yeah, now I have a millennial story. Can I tell it to you? Oh, yes, please. please. All yes. right. So, I'm working with this millennial, and we wanted to make sure there was no. Uh, time issue between our schedules so i wrote him a letter and i said let's connect so there's no conflict between our <laughs> schedules they didn't get back to me for a couple of days and then eventually he got back to me with a a document it wasn't just a a, a sentence or a parent it was a document telling me how the word conflict is a threatening word and how he felt so uh hard to be able to address the issue i was like no we don't have a conflict I want to make sure our schedules do not conflict. And I'll never wow. forget that. So now I'm, I'm being the old guy too. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, uh, I I recently finished a uh, a stint of coaching youth soccer where uh, I could I was not allowed to use the word drill. Could what? not use the word drill. What? Yes. Wow. Y yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. 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 So no, I'm 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 right there with you. Yeah, conflict, so, very 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 threatening word. I I guess so. I guess so. I'm you know I'm just an old guy trying to figure this thing out. Flabbity flab. So so my don't get my me started, Mark. Don't my response would have been a a Webster's definition dictionary uh, definition of the word conflict <laughs> in terms of what you were referencing and not the other. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I've had a great, great learning curve in dealing with millennials. Uh, like your listener, I have several, several children that are millennials, and I'm trying to learn to uh, communicate with them. And it is a, it's a process all on its own. So yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it, no, it's learning a new language and and figuring out the right thing to say. And no, no, and I'll See, be studying that, that while I'm drinking my PJ I, coffee. In my PJs. Yeah, in your PJs. Oh, there man, you Mark, you are fitting right into the show. Come buddy. on. I, you know. Bring it on, PJ's Coffee, which is uh, all over the U.S. here. So, uh, yeah, just help yourselves to some. In fact, hey, how about a little sippy then? Mm. That's right. That's that right. is delicious coffee. <laughs> I got a little kick to it, though. Whoa. Um, yeah. Uh, no, no, no. That was 15 years ago. Is it Cajun uh, coffee? It's from New Orleans, you said? <laughs> it, it is actually uh, uh, roasted uh, down in uh, New Orleans and uh, by Felton. Uh, I can't remember his name now. Felton, Felton Jones. Um, it's, on, it's on the cup, I think. 
No, it's on it's on the portable or the disposable cup. And, That's and he not a gave you to cup. remember his name. I just needed you to remember the name of my book, which you, you know, gracefully forgot, but he pays you to remember who he is. <laughs> so, yeah, that's good. I'm just going over here. <laughs> it's okay. I, I No, I'm sorry. I, yeah. Okay. No, you're I, number one and you're going into season four. And yes. it's, it's going to be great. It's going to be we're, Well, we're hoping so. We're, we're, that's, that's the goal, Mark. That's right. that's our goal. It is. It's gonna so, be uh, no, we're very excited uh, that I had to brag about that. I I don't like bragging a whole lot, but when we do that against people like uh, Dana Carvey and. Uh... What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission at U.S. Customs and Border Protection? We go beyond to protect more than borders from ship to shore, air to ground. Cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Um, what's the other knucklehead? David Spade. Um, and we beat them out. I was very. Wow. Very happy. Um, so, hey, there you go. Um, welcome. Welcome Thank to the you. show. It's not about us, Mark. It's about you and you and your book, uh, Forgiving the Nightmare, which is uh, now. How long ago did you write this? Uh, we wrote it uh, basically about last year. We wrote it last year. It came out in December of 2021, right at the end of the year. So it's it's still within its first year of being okay. released. Yeah. So yeah, so yeah, you're uh, you're still fresh in the press, I as am. they say, or whatever. Um, now, uh, what what was the whole inspiration behind this book? I mean, and now is this something that you use like in your pastoring, or is this something completely separate from what you're doing? No, I well, first of all, let me just say, guys, I get the shtick of the show. You're a couple wacky guys. You put a smile <laughs> on everybody's face, but for you to take this topic on. I want to thank you for that. You're not afraid to address something a oh. little bit more deeper, serious, maybe yeah. even ugly at times. And I want to appreciate that. It's, it's great to have a smile. It's great to put laughter in people's lives. I probably hid behind uh, trying to be the class clown for many, many years. And for you guys to address something that we're going to talk about, my book, Forgiven the Nightmare and the things that happened in my life, I just really want to say, you know, thank you so much for, for not being afraid to dive into a subject that can be quite ugly, but also uh, through God's grace can bring, can bring peace and hope uh, with only through God. So thank you guys for jumping into this. So my book oh, called Forgive the Nightmare. Yeah. It's called Forgive the Nightmare. It was launched, like I said, at the end of uh, last year, 2021. We're on Amazon. Bing. I don't know. Bing. <laughs> yeah, we're on Amazon, which is great. We got a website, all that kind of jazzy stuff. But really what happened is, is I grew up in abuse. I grew up horribly abused from the ages of 7 to 14. And wherever your mind goes with that, that's what happened. 
You know, I was physically abused, emotionally abused, verbally abused, sexually abused. I was burnt, stabbed, stole to others for seven years of my life. In those very early developing years, I just survived. A lot of people go, how do you feel back then? Well, I felt everything. I'm a human. I felt angry. I felt sad. I felt lost. But mostly, I probably just felt numb. I was confused. I didn't know my father. I was born from an affair. The man my mother married was the man who would abuse my body. So really those years where you're supposed to be maturing and developing and becoming one's own and trying to figure out which way is up, I learned to duck. Yeah. I learned to duck. So, uh, you know, that's kind of what the story is about. That's where it starts, but it doesn't end there. It doesn't end right. there. And I would say that my nightmare was child abuse, but many people are listening today, turning into you for that moment of laughter would probably say they went through a nightmare, a loss a pain, an addiction, something in their life that caused them a nightmare that's been trying to hold them back and shackle them too. So Forgiving the Nightmare is a book more about hope than it is about hurt, more about faith than it is about fear. Right. So again, it's what the book we wrote and why did I write it? Um, not because I wanted to. You know, what do we say <laughs> in the church world? Mm, because God put in my heart too. As we right. would say, I just was obedient to the Lord. Yeah. yeah. Well, and and that was the thing that draw, drew, drew me to this was your book was not about, you know, oh, it's such a horrible life. No, no, no. you were you talked about the coming through it and surviving through it and bringing yourself back out and and helping others, you know, yeah, which is is amazing. And I mean, because so many people will fall into that just pit of despair and it's woe is me, and they they almost refuse to bring themselves out of it, and that's yeah. that. Like I said, what drew me to your book just just reading the little description of it, I was like, wow, this isn't a book about you know, oh, this was so horrible. I mean, yes, they, they, it, I'm not downplaying what happened or anything I get like it, that. I get it, yeah. But but the thing is, how you you forgave, you you moved out of it, and and you grew, and you only really became stronger, and and how you you developed your faith, and and how you stepped up into. It. I mean, you know, I, I, what give give us a, a, a I, I know you kind of gave us a kind of a, a give me a little more something something on the synopsis of, of your book here. Let's sure, let's sure you know let's give let, give because a lot earlier. of people out here listening all over the world. Well, like I said, it, it's a book we wrote to be honest. Uh, I tried to be as genuine as I can. My faith means everything to me. My faith is the rock I live on, the, the God I cry out to. Everything's about my faith. But I don't want to put on a plastic smile. Because I have faith, because I'm a Christian and a pastor, doesn't mean I don't have bad days. Doesn't mean I don't have fear, disappointment. So when I wrote the book, I wanted to experience and, and express all those attributes of going through this journey called forgiveness. Yes, I thank God that he was with me, that his word was with me, that his spirit was with me. But what does that look like on a Monday morning? How do I put right, that yeah. in play when I go to work or when I'm driving down the street, when the kids are having a bad day and the wife and I are talking about junk? You know, how does yeah. all that kind of work into life? Yeah, I, I thank God for my prayer closet. And without it, I could never be where I'm at today. But what do I do? So in my book, I tried to say, you know, faith and the practical, they don't have to be two separate things. They could be one, you know, they can right. be combined. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of what I talked about. Be genuine, let you know about the two steps forward and the one step back, let you know about the bad days and the hard days, let you know about the doubt and the fear. But at the end of the day, 
I know that it was only by God's grace and God's mercy that I could say I, I've forgiven. But I didn't start this journey off by saying, hey, I want to forgive everybody who's done anything wrong to me. I started this journey off by saying, I really want to know God. As you heard earlier, I grew up in a home full of dysfunction. You can imagine, I'm sure your listeners can imagine just how ugly a home like that could be. Yeah. I, my abuser's <laughs> native language was deception, lies. And oh, I grew up wow. in that home. So when I started this journey, I, I went to church at 16, and, and I just didn't want to know religion. I wanted to know God. God, if you're real, that's the kind of God I want to know. Not just man's thou shall not or man's practices. Right. I wanted to know God. And by seeking God is where I started to learn how to forgive those who trespass against me. Okay. And and see, and we had a little uh, brief talk last week, you know, and which it really got me even so much more excited to have you on the show because you're one of these guys, uh, you're a pastor that is 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 hungry for God. You, you're hungry about talking about God and, and what God represents and what it's about. It's not, I mean, yes, the, the, the Bible is the law of the God, but the Bible can get so mis misrepresented and so twisted and turned. I mean, that's, that's just man's fault is we, we try to make words sound okay for everybody else. And, but you're, you're not like one of those guys. You, you're like, this is, this is how it is. And you, you speak the word of God and, and, and you're talking about the, the realities of it. And, you know, this whole forgiving the abusers. And I mean, this is what it's about. And um, it was funny. Uh, the other day I was talking with someone about a 12-step program and how, I mean, the 12-step program, AA, was developed based off of biblical principles. Sure. principles um and which but it, it goes along with so much in life that that we 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 have to deal with and you have to go back and, and where you can make amends where you can if it's too dangerous to do so to you or that person don't do it let it go they're gonna find their own path at their own time whatever you know it's uh it's it's there's a certain uh, there's so much familiarity through through all of it through the 12 step programs and stuff but uh, again like i said the the way you've approached it and the way you've done it is just it was just it's so honest and it's so pure and it's it's what you know uh i what i like to imagine jesus was doing which, which i mean you know i have a, a very similar pastor that uh we follow at my church and uh, he was actually on the show also but um it's the the way you you talk and that's that's what it's about it's it's you know you don't go well, I, you know, I appreciate i appreciate what you said you know i all i tried to do is to be honest genuine real talk about a god who loves me yeah. i would like to think i'm the least religious person in the world now again if you see me on a sunday morning i'm standing in front of a church i've done weddings i've done funerals i i do you know uh, take I lead communion and all the things that are traditional to a church. And, and that's my life. I, I love my faith. I love my church. We're up here in Dudley, Mass. We're a Calvary Community Church. So, yeah, I'm a traditional pastor. I, I do all the things that that, that would require or request. And, and I, I love that part. But I also serve a real God, a God yeah. who comes beside people. And I think in the journey, sometimes, you know, religion gets in the way mm -hmm. of relationship. So, right. mm -hmm. you know, and I'd rather have a relationship with God than a religion with God. So, yes. you know, I think on that journey, it's all about perspective. We talk about forgiveness 
But you know what? Forgiveness and reconciliation is two different things. And right. I'm not a psychiatrist or a doctor. I've read about it. I've talked to people a lot smarter than me. So, you know, I, I've kind of learned a little bit about that. But, you know, forgiveness is the first process. Reconciliation is a whole nother process. It has a lot of different people involved, you and other people. So, you know, have I reconciled with everybody that's wounded me? No. Have I forgiven by the grace of God and only by the grace of God have I forgiven? So I kind of looked, you know, had to look at what that is. I had to kind of look at what what's it really mean to forgive? You know, I hear people say forgive and forget. You know, I don't want to be ugly, but when you have had uh, your body ravished by somebody's lustful desires, it's kind of hard to forget that. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's kind of hard to absolutely. Forget being you know, being burnt and stabbed. And so, do I forgive and forget? No, but I can still forgive. Uh, does forgiving mean that I don't want to see justice be done? That I'm letting the abuser off the yeah. hook? Of course not. I want justice. God is a God of justice. Uh, does it mean that I, I don't have to forgive? You know. One time and I walk away. No, I think sometimes I got to forgive daily, sometimes two or three times yeah. a day. Yeah. And I'll tell people it's all about perspective. You know, I think, I think for me, I was always waiting for that day where it all be gone, that I'd wake up and that familiar lie, hurt, pain, insecurity wouldn't be there anymore. That, right. you know, I'd wake up and it'd be utopia. It would be rainbows and butterflies. You know, none, <laughs> right. of, my past, you know, none of my past would ever, you know, echo in my mind. Well, that day's never come. And some yeah, yeah. days I wake up, I have triggers. I have memories. And I wake up and some of those familiar lies, or we would say in the church world, the enemy's attack, try to come up and, and, and try to overwhelm me. But you know what happened in my life? Even though the Everest of my abuse, and it's like a mountain that cast its shadow on everything I did, the way I felt about myself, the way I applied myself, the way I talked about myself, the way I presented myself. It was a shadow that that casted over everything I did. What happened was, even though it's not gone away, God became bigger. God became right. the light. God became my strength. God became the hope. So that mountain of pain that had so much over me for so long, when I learned to forgive and trust God, when I learned to hope and love God, when I learned to surrender my ways, because God's ways are higher than my ways. And I, and I know it's not easy and I don't say it. <laughs> yeah. Lightly, yeah. But when I learned to do that, God's ways became bigger than that mountain. So that mountain's big, but God is bigger. Right. right. Now, now, okay. Now, and you were talking about, you know, there's, there's a, there's a line where, how do you know where to define where, how do you, how do you define that line? Where, where, is there a point where you're like, okay, yes, or okay, I got to hold back, or what? What? what well, what? I think that's all individually, and as we would say in my circles, the Lord would lead you to that. But sometimes yeah. there's people, there's people today that are probably listening that are still holding on pains from people who have passed on. You know, you can't go to that person and say, "Will you forgive me?" Because they're gone. Yeah. Maybe, maybe there's people today that are listening that have trauma from people that don't even realize they caused the trauma. They're not ready to right. even say, I'm sorry. They're living in ignorance. And they, what is, what's your problem? You know, so a lot of times the forgiveness has to start in us. Now, how does that start? How do I forgive something when somebody hasn't even asked me to forgive them? Because it changes the perspective. See, God right. forgave me. So he's required me to forgive others, but he's patient yeah. and he's kind and he's loving and he's merciful. And he helps me be able to forgive those things I can't forgive. Uh, it's not done overnight. Like I said, it's been a journey. Uh, there's been yeah. a lot of ups and downs. I asked all the hard questions. Where were you, God? If you're a loving God, why did this happen? 
You know, I asked all those questions, of course. But yeah. I think in that personal journey, God will show that individual and in their situation how much and where and where to walk. But God desires us to seek ye first the kingdom of God. So as we give yeah. ourselves to God, God will lead us through those places. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, I'm sorry, were you going to say something, Andy? No, no. I oh. just I, th I think this is an incredible start to this conversation. And it's, uh, you know, I mean, like you said, we're all dealing with with a, a certain aspect of something that we hang on to that drags us down in a way that that yeah. puts a frown on our face that that uh, that stops us from doing something of, of where we should be going. Right. Yeah. And I, I, I do love that you say that it's not gone, but now your faith is bigger. You that's know, right. your faith is bigger than that. And that's I think that's such an important lesson to sort of hammer home is that, you know, you're not you're not ignoring it. You know, oh, yeah. you're not you're not pushing it aside, but you're you're acknowledging it in a way. Right. Yeah, and you're you're not giving it you're not giving it the power that it once had over you because fueling you with with a bigger power that is that's allowing right. you that's, right. that's that's allowing you to say hey i can i can i can do this right i can right. i can open my i can open my eyes in the morning i can put on my shoes i can walk downstairs you that's know right. yeah that's right. like that's that's, right. that's such a so i i mean again i, I mean we haven't really gotten to the, the meat there but just what you've said so far i i mean just resonates so much with uh, again it it doesn't necessarily need to be something big like what happened to you, no. but it, yeah. it can be, yeah. And, but it's all how you choose to weigh it and the energy you choose to use to dwell on it versus yeah. that you use to, to use somewhere else. So, you know, I, I, I would say like, and I didn't do this by myself. Let me say right. I had counselors, I had coaches, I had <laughs> pastors, I had friends. It wasn't like I just woke up on this journey. There was other people that came beside me yeah, uh, in yeah. different roles, professors and, and, you know, just people, you know, those adopted, if you would, moms and dads that kind of just bring you yeah. into their homes and love on you. So, yeah, I had I had a nucleus of friends and community that helped me through this. Now, you know, you're hearing this story. I'm I'm past 50. I'm on the other side. You know, that's why we're talking about millennials. So, you know, I, could, I don't know if I talked this way when I was 25 or 30 or 35. Right. But now that I'm getting a little long in the tooth, a few more gray hairs than I want to admit, you know, the perspective has changed. You know, one of my favorite scriptures in the Bible is uh, one of my favorite stories is Jesus catches the woman. Well, they bring the woman that's accused of adultery. Yeah. And uh, Jesus tells the crowd, those with no sin cast the first stone. So right. the story is that they caught a woman in adultery. They're trying to trap Jesus by trying to get him to uh, say something. And he, he looks at the crowd and he says, those with no sin cast the first stone. And if you keep reading, the Bible tells us the oldest among them dropped the stones first. Meaning, yeah. and I think as we get a little older, we're not so ready to judge. We're not so ready to... Get a little uh, wider. Hey, I have all the answers. So, right. You know, so I'm telling you, the journey I went on was solid, rocked in, built by, held up, supported in by God and God alone. But yeah. in that journey, there was tears, there was anger, there was, uh, there was victory, there was doubt, there was celebration, there was 
all kinds. And there was people, there were people again, right. pastors yeah. and teachers and all kinds of people who came by counselors that would come by and help me. So, you know, I'm telling you that it wasn't always easy, but yeah. when I learned to surrender those things by faith and no longer let them hold me back, hold to have ownership over me. See, my yeah. abuser stopped abusing my body when I was 14. I got big enough to fight him off and my uncle got involved and became my defender. But my abuser still had control over me for many yeah. years because the lies and the way my abuser groomed me to make me gonna... feel like everything was mm -hmm. my fault yeah. lasted well into my adulthood. Ugh. So I yes. had to sever that and get rid of it. And the only way I could do it is by saying, you know, Lord, I released this person who did such a horrible thing to me, not looking for them to get off the hook, not looking yeah. for them to you know, have a, a kumbaya moment. But Lord, I released them to you. And in that, by giving this situation to you, I have forgiven it by you, through you, and in you. Right. Yeah. And which, which yeah. is just a huge, basically, leap of faith. You know, sure. because, I mean, that's all you do. I mean, you're like, listen, it's out of my hands. It's all up to you. And which, in God's time, does it. You know, he he will either avenge his justice or, or bring someone around, you know. And, um, you know, it's, it's uh, people, uh, murderers that are in jail and stuff like that. Oh, they're just doing that to cop out. Some do. I'm not going to lie. I, sure. I think there's some that they use it to uh, try and see if they're going to, you know, get forgiveness from other people or whatever, which is completely selfish and wrong. But then there's other people who, I mean, you can tell they've they've come around. And yeah, they are, they're penned. So then, and then they're like, you know what? I'm ready to die. It's fine. I get it. Yep. I screwed up. Yeah. And this is my yep. fault. And you know, they, they full on step into this. Now, uh, uh, let me, let me ask you this. Were, were you as a child, were you guys being raised in a family of faith or was this uh, something that developed later on? Yeah. My faith grew later on. I grew up in a religious family. I knew what I wasn't uh, more than I knew what I was. Okay. I knew I wasn't Catholic, but I didn't know what I was. <laughs> right. I just, I, you know, I just knew I wasn't Catholic. What am I? Hey, you're not Catholic. What am I? Uh, 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 God, God, do don't be mean to people. Yeah. Do good <laughs> Go to church on Christmas. You know? Yeah. You, you're yeah. Not, you know, what am I? You're not Catholic. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> which, which, you know, I think uh, a lot of people There's... do the uh, the buddy buddy Christ like in dogma. You know, they're like, oh, right, yeah, yeah. Hey, it's buddy Christ. Yeah. And hey. there's... No. Yeah, there's not there's not a box for not Catholic on religious affiliation. <laughs> yeah, there. That's, 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 <laughs> right. there should be. There really Catholic. should be. Right. <laughs> so, so yeah, later on in my life, uh, part of that coming out, if you would, 16 years old, summer of 15, 16, I was, uh, coming out know, to Christ, not cool. coming out of the closet or anything. No, like oh, no, no, coming yeah. out of the abuse, coming out of the pain, coming out of yeah. the fear and, and kind of growing and maturing and coming out in, in the sense of, uh, you know, building my own, uh, awareness. And there mm -hmm. I, yeah. there I stumbled, called, got picked up by, uh, a youth group that kind of just showed me uh, acceptance and that started nice. my faith journey. And I said the old sinner's prayer. 
<laughs> Back in my days, we didn't have sinner's prayer. We just, we just went, oh, God, I screwed up. And then a bolt of lightning come down and strike us, and we'd be dead. And that's the way we was, and we liked it. Flibbly flab. <laughs> Getting forgiveness. You just got squashed, and that was it. Sorry. Right. Okay. Right. I'm, yeah. <laughs> no, See, it's good. It's good. When we had Matt, who was our director producer, he would uh Corey Hall. Hey, what's up, buddy? Uh, he would he would tell me to stop. So uh, <laughs> yeah. I I don't have that anymore. And Andy's far too nice. I, most I'm, of the time. I yeah no I I yeah I try I try not to yell at him on air. <laughs> no, but it'll be popping up in the private chat soon if i continue shut up all right yeah you guys all make right, me Mark. feel right at home right that, at home that's beautiful <laughs> okay so now you're home now where you have you always been out on the east coast uh i am i well uh, yeah pretty much i spent a few years in ohio which was kind of like Sorry. a midwest explosion for me uh that was like the heartland it was great it was wonderful Met a lot of good people. Uh, they all thought I talked really fast, and I thought they talked really slow. Uh, but it was yes. it was really great people that really impacted my life for a long time. But that's about as far as I ever lived. I was way up there in Ohio. Ohio, Ohio. yeah, baby. Yeah, um, four dead in Ohio. <laughs> Easy, Neil Young. You've already pulled your music off Spotify. I mean, come on now. <laughs> um yeah which yeah done let's Yoki make me start renting on Spotify and their pulled music list back in my okay um so okay so you you're basically your east coast boy i mean what if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation where it's not about mission statements but a shared mission at U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Through and through. He's coast man. It sounds like a song by Neil Young, but we can't hear it because it's not on Spotify anymore. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Uh, look at my life. I'm a lot like you. He's coast man. Look at my life. I'm a lot. Like as long as we don't do cats in the cradle, we'll be good. Cause okay. then I'm going to start crying. It's going to make me sad. And I'll become the Clips darling. Oh. You love ga Galaxy, uh, the Garden of the Galaxy, not Garden, the Galaxy, uh, Gar Guardians, Guardians of the, of the Galaxy. Galaxy. You love it. It's the best soundtrack there is. It's, Tell it's me you turn it up just to hear the soundtrack. There's right. there's not enough police in it, though. So <laughs> once once they start using the police on their soundtracks, then, then I will be. Uh... Yes, yeah, Corey Hall, you should be co confused. Corey, 
Corey Hall is one of our staple listeners and supporters. And uh, yeah, we, we like to confuse him. Corey Hall is also a pastor, by the way. Um, Does he say uh, has... Monty Hall? What's behind that door? <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. You know, I never okay. even brought yeah. that correlation together, but now it makes a lot of sense. Open no. that Bible to Open. <laughs> Go to the What's behind that door. pulpit? Let's take a look. That's right. Um, all now right. The altars are open. Come on down. I don't know. <laughs> sorry. Sorry, Mr. Hall. I'm no, sorry. no, this, this totally fits in with this show, Mark. This, right. this is Absolutely. what it's about. Yeah. So, yeah. uh, in fact, now, now I was you, an abuse victim. So my mind now you get this. Lost. Now, now you get our yes, we're nerds sign. So <laughs> it, it's, you're part of the crew. This, this is all we're, we're the three amigos now at this point. Um, okay. So, how long did it take you to write this book? This, I mean, because this is this is a pretty. I mean, this is you, you burying your soul, and I know that no. could not be easy to be going no, through. No. Now you want the real. Here's the story, right? Mm. God has a sense of humor because <laughs> hey. one of the casualties of my upbringing was my education. You know, I'm a dyslexic, and I never got the support or the aid that I needed because I wasn't raised. I survived. I didn't learn how to read. I learned how to duck growing up. So I'm yeah. a dyslexic. And when I graduated high school, third grade reading level, uh, you wow. know, and that's just kind of way it was. So I wrestled my whole life with academia, you know, it was always intimidating me. I never felt comfortable in it, but my wife graduated with more colors around her neck than a Christmas tree because she get, you know she's got Latin words and she's in like these oh, geez. right you know and I I can't even say it she's you know simplify no 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 not that one but uh, <laughs> so, so you know that's the Marines so, that's right that's another one so she uh, so you know we put the book together and I wrestled with God hey God I'm a third grade reading level dyslexic and the Lord's helped me out so much that. He just kind of put put the story together. You know, I've been writing it my whole life, but we put yeah. pen to paper. It kind of took us about a year to write it. Uh, you know, I kind of spilt myself out in the page. I handed it to my wife and she said, I love you, but it needs a period and a capital. You know, <laughs> right. we need to, uh, things called. Got to use the big, the big letter, not the little and letter. Then she was like semicolon. And I was like, what? Whoa, what are you doing to my colon? What's going on? You know, and, and she told me to go and, you know, leave her alone. So, so you know, we were able to put it together. We we uh, we found a great publisher yes. that has a lot of patience because he dealt with me. And Yeah, that's right. sorry. It was ill-timed, but it, it, it needed to be in there. So We said colon. <laughs> colon. That just makes me want to do that right there. Listen, listen, uh, listen. This, we're talking about abuse, and then we talk about cold. I'm getting out of here. All right. Oh, All man. Right. Yeah. Right. Oh, this is, that this is, is up to me to make those correlations. Okay. Not up to right. you. That's, okay. Oh, but see, oh, I would have done that and felt Everybody, everybody. You know, oh, Corey, now this ministry. show's going down the crapper. Good Thank you, Lord. Mr. Credential Holder. Here, you can have him back now. <laughs> because I was on this random show, right? Yes, yeah. Oh, thank yeah. you. I well, was in good standing with my fellowship in an ordained minister for many years of my life, and then Wait. I was on a radio show podcast. 
Yeah. Thank, <laughs> thank God three. you're. Uh, yeah. Thank God you're not Catholic because you'd be doing a lot of hell marys at this point. Uh, right. Yeah. And and rosaries and whatever else they do uh, to try and forgive, forgive themselves me, forgive for me, Andy, doing for whatever I have, horrible things no. they do. <laughs> Um, hey, Mark, hang out with us for a little bit. I, I want to, uh, we're going to take a little commercial break. You know, we uh, use these guys to pay for things, kind gotta of. Got to keep the lights on. And got to keep the lights on and, and the live stream supported and going like that. Can, can you hang out for just a little bit with I, us? I'm not going anywhere. You're not going anywhere. Fantastic, buddy. All right, give us just a minute. We're going to jump into this commercial and then we're going to be right back. Thank you. The Random Christian Show is now sponsored by PJ's Coffee of New Orleans, specializing in small batch roasted coffees and teas and delicious beignets and baked goodies. Now, obviously, the coffees are mind-blowingly amazing, okay? My personal favorite is the Roast 35 in Papua New Guinea because I like the dark roast, but hey, they have a great variety from light to dark and even in decaf. Maybe you want some tea or some chocolate. Well, they've got that and hot or cold as well. And even blended drinks to help beat this summer heat. PJ's offers pour overs or hot or cold drips. And nothing says PJ's of New Orleans like a beignet. Yeah, that's right. These delicious little morsels from heaven complement any of these beverages or just a munch on alone. PJ's has scones, muffins, bagels, croissants, and sandwiches. Yeah, that's right. My favorite is the Cuban. Muy delicioso. So at PJ's of New Orleans, the coffee starts with the selection and they are finicky. All right. But it shows in the quality and the deliciousness of this coffee. Okay. Then they small batch roasted. That's right. They give it the love it deserves for each unique flavor by roast master Felton Jones. PJ's of New Orleans is a small franchise, but they are growing and they take great pride in their product by doing just that, keeping it small and keeping it under control. Now, there are locations growing throughout the U.S. in Louisiana, of course, Mississippi, Texas, Arkansas, Alabama, Georgia, Florida, South Carolina, now in New Jersey and Maryland, and out west, they've got Colorado, California, and of course, right here in Missouri and Kansas City up in Platte City, Missouri. Maybe there's no PJ's coffee near you. Hmm. Well, what do you do? You get on the interweb and you go to pjscoffee.com and they're also on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. You can order the coffees you need right from their website at pjscoffee.com or you can find a location that's near you and go there and get it yourself along with some delicious food. All right, pjscoffee.com. Check them out, PJ's Coffee of New Orleans. If you mention the Random Christian Show, you're going to get a 15% discount, especially here in Platte City. Missouri. All right. PJ's Coffee of New Orleans. Go to the interweb, pjscoffee.com, order you some coffee or find a location near you. Get your order online and have it ready for you when you get there or use the drive through. All right. PJ's Coffee of New Orleans at pjscoffee.com. Small batch roasty coffee because they care. There it is. Thank you, PJ's Coffee, and thank you for everybody checking us out. Uh, make sure you go to their website, pjs.com, and find out what you need. In the meantime, though, we got, well, not really the son of a preacher, man, but we got the author of a great book called Forgiving the Nightmare, Pastor Mark Sowersby. Welcome back, sir. Thank you for hanging out with us. We appreciate hey. you, sir. Thanks for um, having me. It's a blessing. Okay. Now, uh, again, you, you are a pastor as well. So now do you have uh, your own little podcast or anything that you do? Uh, I, I, your don't. Stuff I, or no? 
I don't. I have been a guest on several podcasts. It's been a blessing. The podcast community oh, has really we're helped not me. The first, you know, I'll, yeah, you're not the first, but I'll never forget you. <laughs> you Probably know. the first of this kind. Yeah, maybe. Yes. Uh, you know, um, you'll never be forgotten. So we've been. Uh, I've been a guest <laughs> on several podcasts. Uh, just recently, the Seven Hundred Club uh, did an episode wow. about forgiving the. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. Yeah, so wow. yeah. No, I feel uh I feel like we're up there now, man. My people right. will talk to your people. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm not sure if that's uh that's a wise decision, but you know, we we'll we'll we're all with it because uh we, we like you. And uh oh, yeah, th this book is great. Uh forgiving the nightmare is what the now where can people can find it on Amazon? Is that correct? Where else yep, can we, we got find a couple that? ways? Amazon is probably the easiest way. Just go to Amazon, forgiving the nightmare, and you can find it there. We're on our website, there's a link there to buy the book, forgiving the nightmare.com. And I'm on all the social medias, forgiving the nightmare on my name, Mark Sowersby. Love to connect with you again. We just try to be real, honest, genuine. You know, uh, we serve a perfect God. And that's all I yeah. can say. I serve a perfect God who loves me, who gives me strength to get through, and he holds me Amen. up and gives yeah. me joy and peace and hope in and, and all the right places. Yeah, dude. And that's it's so this is just it's so refreshing to hear you talking about this. And 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 the way you, I mean, you've tackled a very heavy subject, but you brought so much light to it and and out of it, you know, the the way again, how you've given the forgiving and, and you've moved and you've succeeded and come from just a horrible darkness. Um, and yeah, Corey, I was actually going to refer him to you. Uh, Corey, Corey, like I said, has a podcast as well. And I think you would uh, enjoy spreading out and uh, talking with him on his show as well. I'd be um, honored. I'd be honored. So uh, it's called simply said um, now, what is what, what? Where are we going from here with this book? Because I know you mentioned something when I talked with you last week about it, and I tried to send you some information with some people and whatnot. You're uh, you're you're looking to uh, move a little further than just a book, aren't you? Well, you know, I really believe there's some merit in the story. Uh, let me just back up and say, you know, in my prayer closet, in my heart of hearts, not audible, but in my heart of hearts, I really felt the Lord spoke to me and said. Uh, you know, this story is not my story. It's his story through me. And the redemption that I know through God, the peace I know through God, it, it, I believe is for everyone. I had all those things, those hurts, those wounds. And for many of my life, many years of my life, my past tried to dictate my future. I yeah. stole my joy. It stole my value. It trapped me. And and when I came not into religion, but when I came into a relationship with God through his son, Jesus Christ, it gave me a hope and a joy that's unspeakable. It doesn't mean I don't have bad days. I don't, you know, it doesn't mean I don't go through junk, but I just have a hope now and an outlook on life. So I believe my story has, has merit. And that's what I get told when people read the book. Uh, it's not make believe. It's not pretend. It's not plastic. It's real. And I would love to see this story go further. And, you know, I, I'm kind of researching and, hey, is there maybe a film or a documentary or something a little bit grander to put this story to uh, to the to the to video or to, to the movie theaters? But, hey, everything I've done on this has been by faith because uh, it is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. I'm not a rich man. So uh, <laughs> all by faith and by grace. So, due yeah, due well, to contrary belief, pastors don't make a whole lot of money. So not uh, this one. Not well, this one. I, unless you're a fake pastor like Joel Austin, then you know, then you make a lot of money that you don't give to anybody else. And that's not what it's about. Just so you know. Um, we are talking with Mark Sowersby, pastor and author of Forgiving the Nightmare. Um, now, there is going to be a link on our website uh, with the show uh, to your book and everything like that. So if anybody needs to find it, uh, if you get a little lost, just go straight to the randomchristianshow.com and find the show with Mark Sowersby, uh, S-O-W-E-R-S-B-Y, just so people know uh, when they're trying to look you up on the website or on your socials. And I pronounce um, it Sowersby. Oh, so. So, like sowers being like, like reaping and sowing. Yeah, not and, like a baby yes. pig, like sow. Yeah, <laughs> like so sowers. You know, I do wrestle with my weight, but okay. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> oh, great! Now I'm calling you fat. That's fat awesome. Shaming me. Yeah, yeah. This is no. This well, is about the normal time of our show where Christian insults the guest. Yeah, so, just so you know. So like this, this that one's right on cue. Yeah, I'm okay. God loves me. God loves me. That's, that's a check in my mark right there. So we're good there. Um, and uh, that there it is. There's the scream. Uh, what's this warden thing you speak of? Yeah, Corey Hall knows what we're talking about. That's why he just had a huge garage still and sold pretty much everything he had in his house. Um, garage doors. See, Mom, I'm sorry. You can go. Sorry. What's behind <laughs> garage door number one, kids? Use yeah. furniture. Sorry. See, Corey, I think we have we we need to do some talking. Um, okay, so so you really want and you know what? In this day and age, um, it's not that unbelievable to see a movie like this. This is this is something yeah. this is how a lot of word uh about things are getting spread and put out there and um, now I did send you some information on some people to talk to and whatnot. Were you able to reach out to anybody yeah, yet or no? Get plugged into an awesome, awesome Facebook page and, and group. Uh, you know, they really, really tried to help me out and plug me in and kind of direct me and maybe allowed me to post some things. So yeah, there's, there's doors opening, but again, I have no visions of grandeur. Uh, you know, I don't think I'm the next, uh, big, big shot. Though I do wonder who would play me in the movie, you know oh, that. Right. And I'm we did thinking, have this discussion as well. Yeah, you know, and I'm thinking if they make a movie of Forgiving the Nightmare and talk about how I came out of abuse by by God's grace and now I walk in freedom by God's love, I've really thought maybe being a Boston guy, Mark Sylvester Stallone. Oh, Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg. Oh, there I you go. Know I know there's a lot of similarities. Uh, I, you know, I, I don't, you know, but I thought Mr. Mark Wahlberg, if he's watching, hi, Mark. <laughs> We're both Mark. <laughs> and if he's, hi, Mark, if you are watching and, and please yeah. call me. Yeah. It'll be um, less confusing for him as an actor being called Mark on set, you know. Right. And he can do the accent well. Mark. <laughs> 
My yeah, day. there you go. See? Oh, yeah, he does have it down. That's true. He, he does. Or uh, what about uh, Matt? Uh, Matt Damon? Uh, Damon. I, I won't complain. I, I, I can kind of see that. Oh, yeah. look, Lois is voting for Mark. There we go. All <laughs> right. <sighs> I was going to offer to fill in the role, but apparently I don't have the hair for it. So, um, <laughs> listen. We all wrestled uh, with things. Uh, we all wrestled with things, but obviously I've already been mentioned that I'm fat. So yeah. <laughs> oh wow. I did not say you were fat. That was right. Andy. Andy was saying Oh that. yeah, now you're putting words in my mouth. See, okay, here we go. Oh, that, we so go. we're now we're just feeding you a bunch of stuff, so that just makes right. him fatter. Wow. Wow, Andy, wow. that's just rude, dude. Wow. Gosh. And and he's a guest on our show. Welcome to it. It's the Random Christian Show. Yeah. Um, all right. It's all about the love, Mark. You know that at this point. I mean, my goodness. This is this is where we all come from, and we just we just love having people, especially like you. Like I said, dude, this is such. It's it's really a heavy subject that you've been talking about, yeah. but you you do it with such positivity. You you don't. I mean, yes, there there is darkness in it, but you bring so much light out of it, and and by light I mean you make it a positive uh, purpose out of this instead of something sure. where it just dwells on it. And that, and again, that's what drew me to this, and that's what drew me to bringing you on, man, because this this is how you you represent dark things and, and how to help people. It's not like, Oh, you need to do this. And, and you just yeah. dwell on the, the negativity of it. You dwell on the positivity and the outcome of it all, which That's is right. what That's it's right. about. And this, yeah. this is, and doing it with God's grace and God's love and God's forgiveness. I mean, it's just, it's, it really is amazing how, how you've pulled this through and how you just made it such an amazing adventure. And dude, I really think a movie is not out of line wow. because I, again, seriously, uh, beauty for ashes right there. Lois nailed it. Um, well, I was going to say, you know, one of the biggest casualties when we go through trauma and I'll just put it that way. Cause we all have trauma. Mine was child abuse and people are listening today. They, they know what they're dealing with. We all have trauma. And one of the first casualties of trauma, and there's many, is that we get our trust taken from. We just stop trusting. Yeah. It gets robbed from us. We don't trust people. We don't trust people. You know, look around. You know, so much trust is gone. And I would say one of the best gifts I got back by forgiving those who trespass against me is I started to trust. You know, there would be many years ago, if I was on your show, we were teasing and playing and joking. And my I, The insecurities in me would be so big that I would, yeah. I couldn't handle it. But the, right, freedom, yeah. the freedom that I have now is called the joy of the Lord. It doesn't mean I make yeah. light of what happened to me or I make a mockery or a joke. I know the pain. I know the the hurt. I know what it stole from me. I know the reality of it. I know that it's there. It, you know, constantly trying to capture me back, but I have a joy. You know, the Bible says, put on the garment of praise for the spirit yeah. of heaviness is lifted off. And that garment of praise comes in a song for me. It comes in a joke with me. It comes in meeting new friends. It comes in communication. And it's, it's not so much a, a systematic one, two, three. It's who I am. 
And may yeah. the mouth that spoke so much death about my own self for so many years now speak life in God's grace and mercy. You know, there's a there's a man in the Bible who gets healed from being blind. Yes. And the Sanhedrin mm -hmm. call him in to kind of give him an inquisitory to try to like, what happened? You know, they wanted all this kind of facts. What did Jesus say? And what didn't he say? And what did he do? And he so he says this. He goes, I don't know about any of that. All I know. <laughs> All I know is I was blind and now I could see. For me, I carried so much hatred to my yeah. own self. I, I despised who I was for so long. I held in this pain. I, I ate it. I, I, I never felt like I could accomplish anything. When I walked in the room, because of the lies of the abuse yeah. and the, the grooming of my abuser, I felt like junk, trash, and now, not that I have it all figured out, but I have a peace that comes from God. And that right. peace allows me to smile. And peace allows me to, to tease. It allows me to be real. So what people are seeing today, you know, some <clears throat> might go, come on, man. What are you, this is a serious subject. And it is. And believe me, I know that it is. Yeah. But also the joy that you could find to say, it's okay to smile. It's yeah. okay to relax. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay to let God be God. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and the key word that you threw in there was you were groomed. And yeah. and and, and that's yeah. a word I think a lot of people are not so accustomed to. You know, uh, a lot of people like to say, "Oh, I was trained to be this." No, groomed is yeah. a perfect word for it because it is a gentle soothing way that or not soothing, but the, the way you get groomed into things is it's not something you're forced to do. It's something that you're just conditioned to and yeah. it becomes part of a natural part of your life. I mean, um, I mean, I don't talk about a whole lot, but my, you know, I was the only boy out of several, you know, I, I had three sisters and uh, you know, I was, I was the only boy. <laughs> so basically when something went wrong, it's Chris's fault. Okay. And it would, it all came down on me, you know? Um, and my sisters always say, Oh, he's the little prince. And yeah, well, I also was the little beating bag sometimes. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, things like that. And, and it was not, I'm not saying just physical, it was verbal, very verbal. And, you know, and the, all that, and, and again, it became such a natural thing after a while. I really had to fight from doing it to my kids. And I always braved, you know, yeah. I always said, I will never be like my father. I'll never do that. You know, I got myself being a lot like my father in a lot of ways, but then I started going, ah, okay. And I would, you know, change the conditioning and the grooming that I was in and groom myself to be more positive. And I, I groom myself and I still fall into it every now and then. But the thing is, like I said, you, your key word there was you were groomed. You were groomed. Yeah. You were, you were conditioned. You, you, this was a normal day for you, you know, yeah, taking it, the abuse, all taking knew. all that. Yeah. It's yeah. all I knew. It was, it was my environment. It was my, it's all that I knew. It was the oxygen in the air around me. I didn't know right. any other way. Let me put it this way. And I'm going to put on my pastor hat for a minute. I'm going to give you a Do sermon. It. Bring it. Open up oh, your Bibles to the book of Genesis. In the book of Genesis, we find uh, a story about a man named Jacob. Now, the name Jacob in the biblical term means liar and deceiver. And we find Jacob one night and he's wrestling with an angel or God. The Bible kind of lets us know he's in this wrestling match. And they're wrestling all night long. And to the point where the angel 
touches the socket of Jacob's hip and knocks it out of its, its joint. And they continue to wrestle. And finally, the angel says, it's almost daybreak. Let me go. And Jacob says, I won't let you go until you bless me. And the angel says to him, what's your name? And he has to speak out. He has to say, my name's Jacob, which again, in the biblical terms in those days, meant deceiver or liar. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ned the Angel says, no longer is your name Jacob, but it's now Israel. And in the NIV, it says, it's because you've, I call this place Israel because you've wrestled with God and man and you've overcome. Sometimes when you got junk in your life, a trauma, you got to wrestle with it. Yeah. Dude. Sometimes wrestling yeah. with it, they, oh. there's a couple of scrapes, boom, sacrifices, and, and you got to kind of deal with it. And it's not easy. You know, you want to hear you're good and the, everything else is, but you got to just wrestle. But like yeah. Jacob had a name change. Jacob was no longer deceiver, but he came, became overcomer. And I think like for me, you know, for many years, I carried around victim. I carried around mm-hmm. trash. I carried mm. around unloved. Yeah. I carried yeah. around broken. I carried around so much negative that when I wrestled with my past, and believe me, there was a lot of long nights of wrestling with what's in this head and what's in this heart, what came out of this mouth. It's a lot of stuff mm-hmm. I wrestled, and it wasn't easy. But when I got done wrestling with it, and I'm still wrestling with it, but <laughs> God changed me. And no longer was I broken or victim, but now I'm a child of God. And no longer am yeah. I a victim, but I'm victorious. So the joy that you see is the transformation that God does. I don't ignore what happened to me. I don't right. pretend it didn't happen. I don't like yeah. put on a fake smile. I say, guess what? The junk happened, but the junk doesn't define me. The sum of yeah. my past doesn't have to be the reality of my future. And the peace that I know by letting go and letting God, it's a great gift. And again, like a father, because I got four, I'm hoping not to hand down the junk that lived in this head, not the abuse. That wasn't going to get hanged down. That's done. But just the way I thought about myself, you know, I didn't want to hang that down to my kids. And, And they don't. And I'm not beyond the grace of God. Dude. Bam. All right. No, that deserves that right there. That was, yeah. Do I get an amen? Do I have a witness? <laughs> amen. amen, brother. You got an do amen, I got a dude. Hey, that's, that's... I've been tambourine slap and holy ghost shouting. Gr- Sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Hey, and when you're, when you're wrestling, you're going pro wrestling. You, you got the whole Hulk Hogan leg drop thing going down and taking on Andre the Giant out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, brother. 
That's right. It's all about the prayers and the vitamins, brother. Come on. Uh, sorry, that was more macho man, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, brother. Um, there we go. There we go. The cream of the crop. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Um, all right. Uh, so listen, uh, Mark, this is, uh, my gosh. Yeah, we got it. You, you need, I hope somebody picks this up and I hope they make you, uh, uh, you know, get you a movie. I, I really think, uh, because in this day and age, that's how a lot of people, you know, uh, like we were talking about the millennials, if there's not an app for it, they ain't going to find it. Um, you know, which I'm glad that there, there is a great Bible app out there, um, with, you know. I know it's got a lot of different versions, but at least it's got the new King James in there. So uh, for that, um, and, uh, and there's some great devotionals through it as well. Um, but, uh, dude, I mean, yeah, I think this does need to be, uh, brought into light e either, like yeah. you said, as a documentary or as a movie, I, you know, um, I'm not sure, I, but it needs to get out there. So whoever's listening, and I know they're out there because through the advisor group and everything, there's a lot of you. Um, somebody get with Mark and let's get this figured out and let's get things going. Um, Mark, I, I just, I, I love this and I'm so glad you took the time to come on here, dude. You are just yeah. a, a true blessing to talk to and and just an amazing, fun guy, dude. I mean, I knew it last week when we were just kind of setting things up that I was like, oh, this is going to be a great show. This is wow. going to be a great show. And I, I'm so, so stoked to have you on here. But you know what, Mark? Guess what? What's that? It's time for... That's right. Yeah, that's right. Mind blown, buddy. Um, this is a little game we like to do towards the end of the show. Again, there's no right or wrong answer. They're just random questions that we like to throw out there to see what your answers are and see see the vibe and the and the the thoughts and, and thought processes of Mark Sowers. Sowersby. Oh, so. Sowersby. So. You can just say fat kids next time. Oh, wow. Wow, Andy. Way to go. Yeah. Fat kid. We're here with You're the, the one who started with Sowersby. I was no, following no. your lead. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Thanks, Thank you thanks for, being for that pronunciation, our guest, by kid. the way. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I, I, actually, Andy is one of my. He's a great fact checker. So like I'll be doing something and he'll be like, Chris, no, that's not right. <laughs> and so I I kind of took the lead off of it. And I guess you I must hear that think, a lot. Yeah, wow. Whoa. <laughs> sorry, all right. Sorry, Mark, sorry. Mark gets another rim shot there. That was beautiful. Sorry, sorry, that sorry. was beautiful. No, 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 no. Do not be sorry. There is there is none of this. There was just pure on loving right there so listen let's let's do this uh we we have a couple standard questions we usually ask and and you are uh, not of the millennial age so i think you'll be able to get the first one right off the bat okay. um first random question of insanity what is the best james bond film that is tough but probably mm. goldfinger, goldfinger. Mm. All right. yeah yeah, Goldfinger or Live and Let Die, or there yeah, really isn't no yeah. wrong answer, but yeah, yeah. uh yeah, no, that's 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 an excellent answer. Um, just out of curiosity, who's your favorite James Bond? Man, you guys are you know, uh 
boy, uh, it's got to be the man, right? The original. It's got to yeah. be uh, I, I could Sean it. Connery. It's got to be Sean Connery, the man, right? The- That's right, Trebek. Um, uh, I won't. I won't go any farther with that because it gets kind of out of control. I mean, he's uh, Indiana. He's Indiana Jones' dad. I know, dude. I mean, and they, I mean, they couldn't have been James any better. Bond, Indiana Jones' dad. I mean, he's. I mean, if Our I'm name's ever a dog, in prison in Alcatraz, he's coming to get me. Yeah, <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Which we've actually had uh, one of the guys from Escape from Alcatraz on here. Uh, you, you guys, so, he made it? Yeah. You, like you had one of the three? <laughs> yeah. like, as far what? as you know, as far oh, as God. you know. But they were in Argentina. Um, actually, That's what no. A&E told me they were in Argentina. The, the, the guy that we had on did not make it. So it was just a holographic image okay. played by an actor um, from back in the day. Uh, who? What is your favorite sandwich and what all is on it? Like from bread to bread, what kind of bread? What do you put? Mayonnaise, mustard, whatever. What, what kind of sandwich? What do you have? What is well, your I'm favorite gonna, I'm sandwich? Gonna go, I'm going to go with your basic, probably your ham sandwich. Uh, you know, I like cheese. I'm not a big tomato guy. Okay. I like my onions. I like my onions not cold, a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, not uh, al dente, a little bit of okay. onion, some cheese. I'm not really big. I don't mind. I'm a fat kid, so I eat anything. So any kind of cheese, ham, a little bit of salad, a lettuce, uh, probably on something like See, that. See, that's East like, Coast thing, though. That's an East Coast thing. Put some salad on it. Salad, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah, you know toasted. Probably so. Wouldn't it have mm. mustard? Probably a little bit of mayonnaise. Me, that you know, matters the day. Matters yeah, the day. dude, dude. Yeah. All right, I know. And again, there's no wrong answer, especially that's your sandwich. What kind of bread, though? Uh, well, you know, I would, I would say probably just a nice. Uh, now, now, this is where I'm from. This is where we call it. it, it we it's kind of like Hawaiian, but we call it. Portuguese sweet bread, you know, it's like ah, uh, yeah, okay. it's kind of like Hawaiian. They, but I grew up calling it Portuguese sweet bread. We have okay. a large uh, Portuguese community here, yeah. and yeah, so yeah, no, absolutely. Well, and that's the thing too. You're closer to Portugal over there, so Portuguese from there on the west coast. It's the Hawaiian bread because they're closer to. It's the same thing. It's just yeah. Well, anyway. Maybe. Yeah. But uh, yeah. All right. Um, okay. Andrew, hit him with one. Uh, what is the biggest lesson you learned from being a father? Mm. Man, you want me to answer? And you're um, not Catholic, so you can't use that. Right. <laughs> the biggest lesson I learned from being a father is to know that the children's reality is a lot different than my reality. You know, like, yeah. like the world they're growing up in is so much more different than the world I'm growing up. And the influence around me is so much different than the influences around them. So the right. way they process life and have perspectives is so much different than the way I process life and have perspectives. So yeah, they, that, yeah. that's one. Well, I don't know if that's the biggest. This is the first one I thought of. No, that's a great <laughs> answer. No, yeah. that's that's again. No wrong answers. So, right. no. yes, well done. Well done. Um, <clears throat> let's see. I'm going to find a good one here. Um, which superpower would you not want? Would I not want? Would I yes. not want? Laser eyes. You know, <laughs> you know yeah. 
you know, laser eyes. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to be invisible, you know. Um, but laser eyes, I mean, you'd have to wear the sunglasses all the time. Right. You, know, yeah. you take them off by accident. You kill somebody. You're like, hey, right. Larry, let me see your binoculars. Oh, dude, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry, man. Yeah, I mean, so, it's, yeah. Now, maybe I'd I, like I, to I, have lasers other places, <laughs> but just right. not the eye. Whoa. <laughs> Fingertip. Okay. Fingertip. Fingertip. Right. Ears, oh, yeah. nostrils. Come on. See, well, that's the thing too. That's you. Oh, dude. Oh, uh, yeah. Just just took <laughs> out three stories in your apartment. I'm sorry, bro. Um, all right, Andy. Uh, so uh, it's your turn to order the pizza for the group tonight. What are we ordering? What's meat lover? What do you order on your pizza? Meat, oh, meat, there meat. you go, dude. There was no hesitation. There was. Oh my gosh, that was just like meat Love lovers. Meat lovers. Yeah, I mean, because meat. I'm the dad, so I never really get to. Do that, right? Yeah, I do get to pay for it, but it usually right. turns into a major debate on what <laughs> kind of cheese we have and allergies we have to fight through. So when they finally right. say, "Dad, what do you want?" It's going to be something that's so unhealthy. Right. <laughs> We're having every kind of meat you can find. There's going to be elk. There's going to be bison. There's going to be snake. An alligator. It's all going to be. It's whatever, it's just whatever. a little bit of fried protein. I want some boiled fried plain <laughs> protein on that thing. There's going to be a pork chop oh, just right in the middle of it. Greasy. Just give me some tomato sauce and a pork chop. I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want cheese or salad. I just want no. a pork chop. With some tomato sauce. That's the vegetable. That's right. Okay. That's great. This will be interesting. Which famous celebrity would you want to punch in the face? Which famous? Uh, do the, can they be an athlete? Sure. Absolutely. Celebrities. celebrities. Yeah. All right. Well, they'd probably kill me because they're strong. But basically anybody who plays for the New York Yankees. <laughs> a pure boston red soccer right there that's for uh, sure. right <laughs> yeah i i get that well plus the yankees are just the yankees Amen. i i'm an old giants fan so yeah uh yeah it is what it is andy uh what is your biggest current pet peeve my biggest current pet peeve. I and it can't I be coming tend, on live stream podcasts. Yeah, I can tend to be a bit impatient at times. Okay. Uh, you know, and and you know, that's probably mm. one of my my biggest pet peeves. Now, they probably won't know it because I got to be a pastor and be like, "No, God loves you, but He loves you better if you show up on time." No, <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't cheese the pastor off. That's right. Fire and brimstone this week. (laughs) I'm not saying I got connections, but you know, I'm in middle management. That's it, man. (laughs) They make all the decisions. I'm just kind of the one helping spread the love. Uh, Let's see. Let's, let's go for a couple more here. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Actually, you know what? This is going to go kind of along with a, a, what we were talking about earlier. What's better, ding dongs, ho hos, Twinkies, or fruit pies? You know, you just can't. That's that's a serious question. It I mean, well. that's yeah. not something that's. I mean, there is. We don't mess around here, Mark. 
Yeah, but that you got to break that into subcategories. Talking, <laughs> right. You know, the filling, the texture of chocolate. Is it flaky? Is it melting? I mean, I mean, these have so many paratable, so many, you know, subjects involved <laughs> in this, you know, veritables, the day, the heat, the month. Uh, but I'm going to blow you away, boys. Swiss Uh-oh. rolls. Boom. Oh, okay. So little Debbie's. All right. Yeah. Ah! yeah. All right. <laughs> um, I, uh, well, I guess, you know, and technically that's a ho-ho. So. Says you. all right let's uh all right andy one more from you yeah your food is bad as a restaurant do you say anything to anybody um probably i mean if i'm puking (laughs) all right that's fine no problem how much i mean are we talking are we talking like i ran into uh you know, pizza, pizza, and I got a five dollar pizza. Of I'm, you know, I'm at a French cuisine with my wife, and I mortgage the meal. I mean, <laughs> you mortgage, no, definitely, you mortgage the meal, and you get no, yeah. Food. This you, yeah, yeah, you're at a meal. restaurant. Everybody's gonna know up in that house. Like, <laughs> okay, I didn't know we ordered El Crapolo for dinner. You know, right? So, yeah. <laughs> now, yeah. Would you go old school? Uh, back to your your Boston roots and stuff. Listen, you stupid. Yo, you know. hey, yeah, listen. Yeah. You're, you're Maki from Boston. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to rip this place apart. Okay. Uh, I, I lived with a, a few brothers from uh, uh, Lawrence area, which is near Boston, I believe. I, right? I know. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, we talked about that. Okay, never mind. All right, you got 30 seconds to tell the world something, Mark. What is it? Jesus loves you. Jesus died for you. Dude. Jesus cares about you. God is always there. And you can trust the Lord and call on him. And God is there forever. I say glorify the Lord. Man's religion will fail you. Man will fail you. But God will never fail you. Seek him and you shall find God. And that's my message to the world. That Jesus Boom. loved you, died for you. Yes, buddy. That's that's what I'm talking about. Where's my applause button? There it is. There it is, right there. All right, dude. That was awesome. Nailed it, of course, as always. Dude, Mark, this has been an absolute blast, man. Um, yeah, Mark. I would love Thank to you have so you much. back on. Um, hopefully, we find somebody uh, to get you connected and uh, maybe get this thing made into a movie or you know some kind of uh, type of a documentary kind of thing or something. You know, we. I, I mean. This would be great. And to just find out, you know, maybe in a year or so how, how things are going and what's been going on. Would you be willing to do that with us? Buddy? Oh, yeah. It's been great going on with you guys. Thank you so much for the opportunity to, to smile, to think, to pray. It's been a blessing being with you guys. And again, thank you for tackling such a subject on such a platform. It'd be easier for you guys just to go with the simple stuff. But you dived into such a topic. And I pray that many people can hear through the laughter and through the smiles, they can hear the truth. Yeah. Well, thank you, sir. Thank, thank you, you so much. That is uh, that is two kind of words. Yeah. Um, now, Mark, uh, again, let's 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 plug the book. The book is called "Forgiving the Nightmare." Where can people find "Forgiving the Nightmare" by Mark Sowersby? Well, you can go and find "Forgiving the Nightmare" at forgivingthenightmare.com and then and on Amazon at "Forgiving the Nightmare." 
Okay. And, uh, yeah, uh, plug the website again one more time. Forgivingthenightmare.com. Boom. Yeah, <laughs> dude. We're going to get you into some voiceover work, I think, too, man. Um, all right. And uh, anything coming up soon or anything? You got anything, any events that you're going to be at? You or know, we, uh, we just got published in a magazine called Influence Magazine, which is kind of a biggie deal in our little pond. I'm an Assembly of God pastor, so... You know, they hang out in Springfield, Missouri. So you're kind of in my Mecca. You know, you're up there in my uh you're up there in my my holy land. So yeah, you know, in our in our assembly of God circles, I just got published in one of our magazines and uh going on the Cornerstone Network, going on CTN network, and oh, wow. just been able to get out there and share the gospel. Right on, Mark. Hey, listen, man, keep it coming. Keep doing what you're doing, brother. And uh can't wait to get you back on here and find out how how you did been doing and everything. All right, man. All right. God bless, guys. Thanks for having me. God bless Thank you. you Thank you so much, Mark, for coming on the show, buddy. Wow. That was awesome. I knew it was going to be so fun, dude. Yeah. I, I, he's he's just, he's great. He's so cool. Yeah. I love his energy. His energy's um, fantastic. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That was just, uh, dude. <sighs> All right. Well, I, uh, man, I don't know. I wanted to kind of keep him on, but I, I actually, I, I had a lot more questions. I wanted to ask him, you know, the old, Iron Man, Batman, but you know, I figured I, I didn't want to get too uh, too involved with that because I, mean, uh, <laughs> I knew he'd pick Iron Man, and then you'd just be like, "Oh, you're just baiting him." Oh, so, but that's what I do. That's what I do. <laughs> right? Andy. Yes. So yes, it's all good. Um, all right. So that brings us to the end and of, another of round season three. Of- and the end of season three. Did you all find the Easter eggs? Did you find the uh, the clues and the uh, cliffhangers for next season? Uh, uh, Wonder Woman. Oh my Mark gosh! Wonder Mark. Woman. That was perfect. It's, it's not a. It's not a multiple choice. It's either or. He can uh, say whoever he wants. He's allowed. Yeah, it's he, Iron Man. We all he's know. Allowed. It's Iron Man. Um, well, okay, Mark, so. Next week, we will not be here. Next week, right. uh, we are taking a little seasonal break, and then we'll come back with season four with Lee Robinson from Relentless Pursuit. Where's Lee's graphic? I think it's Lee, I I think it's Lee Gibson. What? Lee Gibson. Lee Gibson? I've, oh, my gosh, dude. I've been calling him Robinson. I mean, when I talk to him, oh, wow, he's a very yeah. nice man. Lee wow. Gibson. <laughs> Uh, Founder executive director of uh, <laughs> Relentless Pursuit Outreach and Recovery, um, which basically helps people out of the sex trafficking and human trafficking trades. Uh, Lee does amazing, amazing work. And uh, again, the money from Run to Stop, it goes to help fund those people. And uh, we just cannot uh, say enough nice things about them. Uh, so make sure you buy a hat. Buy a hat. Uh, Andy, could you model the hat for us one more time, please? Oh, sure. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So uh, now this, uh, the new ones I ordered will be in all black. So imagine this color all over there. Um, and uh, we will get that money to the Run to Stop It Foundation. And uh, 25 bucks, go to the website. It's there. Or just email me at therandomchristianshow.com and we'll get you set up. Um, in the meantime, though, Andy, you got Roman regrets this weekend? Uh, not this weekend, next week. So. Next week. All right. So yeah. everybody's on hiatus for a week. Yeah. Right. Yeah, like well, it. one of our one of our uh, one of our hosts got sick. So. Oh well, then there we go. And there's yeah. that. And uh, so, with that note of 
us sickening people everywhere around the world because we are number one at least well for last month we were number one right now we're sitting at number three so like follow subscribe spread the word tell people to enjoy this show we try to make it fun and uh, give you a little break from the humdrum crap world that we live in so let's make it better for everyone uh go to the website you can check out mark sowersby's book uh get the links for there for all that in the meantime i am christian he is andy he wait andy there's andy right there this no wait him, that i'm where i'm wait um, i'm andy yes yeah yeah you're andy i'm right, Chris. i'm andy okay. yes okay and this is the uh the random christian show and for the next couple of weeks, we're going to say CNR, sayonara, see you later, adios, and all that. We will see you in two weeks with uh, Lee Gibson. All right, kids, have a great weekend. Be good to each other. Weekend, week, couple of weeks. We'll be back with season four and <laughs> have some fun with you. God bless you all. Have a great day. Peace. <laughs>